0: Hey everyone, it is Wednesday. Kyle and I are heading back home from Palm Beach. A lot of stuff happened, some new revelations, and a little articulation I think you can probably share with your entire company. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stare when they see me. If a no need to repeat, run up on me, watch a to your a little bit of that hotel bounce going on oh, right now. Hotel bounce. Day three of the con. <laughs> we, we're going to put this marker in the ground right now that it doesn't matter how great the conference is, on the last day, most people look at faces and look at people's demeanor. Everyone's spent. Just
1: tired. It doesn't matter if it's in Vegas or Palm Beach or wherever yeah. between information, standing on your feet, all that type Dinner, of stuff. It is
0: early And Brian Pash, let me see. The man is a workhorse. So we're up. We are up. Like breakfast starts at seven.
1: Like let's get going, and then we, and then we don't end till 6:15. six fifteen. Six fifteen is cocktail hour, and you better stick around because we got networking to do, fam.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so all that to say, if this event, there's so many practitioners here that are actually doing. There's not tire kickers. They're not someone looking to go have drinks on the company card, right? These are people looking to find solutions and implementing them, and still. With all the good things you learn, you walk home and you're like, boy, am I tired. And not only that is, boy, now it's time to go convince everyone that these are good ideas.
1: Yeah, you know, and Glenn had a a really good encouragement the first day of AAAS of like, hey, we know the temptation is going to be to come back, lay your notebook out on the table and be like, let me
0: tell you all the things we have to change tomorrow. And everyone's been like (laughs) dealing with service issues. (laughs) Right. They're like, let me tell you what happened when you were away. I just got back from Palm Beach and boy, do I know how you
1: can do your job better. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So it's it's very interesting, but uh, I think I, I think what you articulated in just you know the the types of conversations and the and the and the types of panels and and all that have been really invigorating. There were some neat announcements made uh, mm-hmm. through the week, and uh, so I, I've I've been encouraged. This was my first Pash Conference live, mm-hmm. uh, so it, it was just a it was a unique I- I- difference from like a digital dealer or an NADA or right? like yeah. and NADA. Different, right? It's
0: and I was telling you it's different. It is definitely a more laid back. Family vibe, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, um, speaking let's... of family vibe, segue. Oh, I almost missed that one. I almost <laughs> missed that. Even though we're live and in person, I didn't see the segue coming until the last second. But I was quick until on the, the draw. Last
1: second, so. You know, well, one, I, I just appreciate that Paul brought his family to AAAS, but also um, speaking about like familial relationships and uh, the way that we are, that we're talking about our industry, um, you know, for the past, however long, if you've been kind of following me around or, or Paul around, are and Paul, what's the, tell me the, 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 the vision in congruent that, that you clearly articulate on a wall.
0: Yeah. So. Um, when you distill everything down, all the things we're doing in creative and marketing, all that stuff, our baseline premise is that business is more meaningful when people connect on a human level.
1: Yeah. And so like the way I've been saying that is that uh, is that there's a human on the other side of that. Right. Right. And and what we what so often happens in I don't care what business it is. Right. It is at some level we reduce humans to data points. Right. And we forget that there's an individual connection with a with a real person, with a real life story across the table.
0: Where there's real challenges, real hurts, like it's not too high. like humans hurt, pain, Mm. aspirations, things standing in their way. Yeah. All of that.
1: All of that is happening on the side, on the other side of all your analytics, all your marketing, all your consumer engagements, every, every word that we might put on whatever that person is. And, um, and, and what's really cool is that was that really came into really clear view with some conversations that I got to have Monday and, and I was explaining to, to you, um, that was, that, that really kind of stirred up in me this, oh, wow, if we stop and slow down and really take the time to, um, to listen to our people and and whether it be our people, employees that are, that are around us or our customers, um, that, that there's something that's in every single one of us that maybe has been forgotten because we also feel the
0: pain of being a data point. It's, it's almost like forgotten, it's, it's buried. Mm, yeah. Right, it's in there. And it's just, you, you lose your way to it. So I, everyone instinctively, I think, knows it's there because you feel it, right? You feel the sense of either longing or, you know, lack of satisfaction. You can't really put your finger on it. But, you know, a lot of type A personalities in automotive, yeah, right? So we're going to go ahead and, and get a lot done. Yes. In the meantime, yeah, right.
1: You, you, your wife said your wife at kind of the end of this conversation was like, you know, I think there's just a lot more people with feelings on automotive than they realize. Yeah,
0: yeah, right, <laughs> exactly. We don't we don't feelings. We're auto, we're car people. We're
1: right? in the car business, and we're hard, and we're strong no, but we. And, I know.
0: I think disproportionately speaking, we probably have more feelers mm. percentage wise in the car business, but it's just been masked by the car business.
1: Yeah, where 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 data or the next month or the, or the things that you produced or, uh, the way that you've engaged or the money that you've made or whatever it is has become paramount to self. Yeah. And, and we've stripped away humanity from both the employee, the self, the customer, the process, the process, yeah. all of that. And we just feel like they you know, I, I, I was, uh, I think a digital dealer, we, we were talking about like the difference between word track and real empathy. Oh man. Oh you know, yes. Like, like when you when you add the human element element back into everything that you everything that you consider, you move further away from word tracks and 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 closer to empathy. Yeah. And and when we can do that, when we can just not have a pre planned segment, right? It it doesn't mean that there aren't things that that you learn and commit to memory and commit to believe. Yeah. This isn't saying that all word tracks are bad. Exactly. Right. It's just saying that that if we can if we can practice empathy where where we where we're at yeah. and and we can peer in that there's a window into people and, and into themselves that's so life-giving right and yeah. and that was that was reflected to me i was so i was so grateful for a couple of people kind of pointing out that I was able to to allow them to peer into that that window for themselves. So um, if you're listening and you're one of those people, and yes. you may know who you are. <laughs> thank you because that was life giving to me. Um, and and so I it's just an encouragement, and, and we don't want to like beat on it too long. But I, I think the the big encouragement that we've just been recognizing is that is that really seeing people and humans um in in our interactions and not just being so tied to the data so. T- this is, this is the real revelation for me. Uh, I can't remember. I think it might have been Tim Cox, but he was saying, maybe it was yesterday on the podcast, but how... You know, the, the, for some reason, the word OEM just like groups a whole bunch of people together, right? Right. It's Under just, this no, it's standard. like a massive being. It's just a being. And we right. just name the being instead of understanding that it's full of a bunch of human beings. Right. That have families. And aspirations. After things and aspirations and f- pain and all that type of stuff. And we just get to label it the OEM. Because Especially
0: when there's contention, right? Yeah. If you can group it, I mean- maybe maybe we're going too deep for a Wednesday, but <laughs> when you group things together, that literally is the strategy of like domineering totalitarian governments. Yes. You label somebody, you group them in, you remove the humanity, and now they are just this label. And then you can vilify it and do whatever you want with it. Right? And you look at, oh my gosh, we're doing that in automotive with the OEMs or OEMs toward these dealers. Right, So part of the reason we do this podcast, and I think it's becoming more and more clear as we've had even conversations this week, is that uh, a great analogy is that you cannot listen to all the new music out there. You can't do it. So it would take you, just you would spend all of your time trying to find songs that you like. So what do you do? You find a curator, a DJ who you vibe with, who gives you the good stuff, and maybe you're missing some of the other stuff that would be valuable, but you don't have time for that, so you listen to the DJ. And everyone listen to the DJ, then everybody can talk about, oh, did you hear this song? Oh, did you hear that? Oh, I love that solo. Oh, that beat was crazy. And that's what we want to do with this podcast, right? There's so much out there. We truly believe that if you and your sales team and your service team and your lot porter and your GMs, if they all have something they can latch into and just have some, some topics and some thoughts that are consistent, now that can spur conversation. And let's flip that on the other side. Yesterday I was realizing... Oh, this would be great for a vendor, an industry partner to have their sales team listen to. Yeah, And can you imagine now all of a sudden, like your, one of your marketing vendors teams and your marketing team and your sales team are all listening and thinking in the same direction. They're all thinking, Oh yeah, how can we be more human in our treatment of one another understanding? Now, do you think that might just change the result of your day, of your work together, and ultimately of the consumer experience and the perception of the auto industry yeah. all to everyone. Sudden,
1: all of a sudden, this word that everybody loves to throw around, which is, oh, I'm not a vendor, I'm a partner, right, <laughs> really becomes not a figment of our imagination, but a reality of our everyday. Yes,
0: we are people working together toward the same end. We won't always agree. We won't always have the right fit. But in the end, we are all working toward that end. That is like, I mean, I I've been accused of being an idealist, but that's okay. I'd much rather yes. i'd I'd much rather be an idealist than the alternative. And by the way, you can't be an idealist if it exists in real life. And we're witnessing companies and interactions where it exists in real life. So it's not like we're dreaming up something that doesn't exist, saying that one day maybe it does. Yes, what we're saying is we see it, we feel it, and we're just trying to magnifying what exists more broadly and it's only Wednesday
1: and it's only Wednesday it's just hump day man we got two more days of this this week but but okay so a lot of people will hear that and they'll be like you're just trying to get more people to listen to the podcast yes exactly (laughs) but not just (laughs) but not just because this uh, the the problem and and when you think about it say if you're a leader and you're listening to this and you know what the prevailing news sources in your day-to-day are right Think about this. When have you thought I wish someone else could understand, hear, listen, watch, see, read this prevailing news story, but I don't know how to get it to them. Right. Right? Right. That that maybe like or or you've thought and and even even worse is not I heard this, and now I just want to be the owner of this. I want to be the only person that knows or, no, or has that, this that'll information. never work, right? And so you don't tra- you don't push that down, right? So out of fear of uh, out of fear of no longer being the authority, you don't give access to the information. Mm-hmm. What would happen if you're a leader in a company and you're listening to this and you actually did what Paul just said and gave every- gave it to every? If you see value in it, what if you gave it to everyone? And then all of a sudden, like, the song sheet becomes clear, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you believe that and you're attached to it, then the transfer of belief is quicker if the access is direct.
0: Man, that's so true. You'll never build a great organization or great team or anything if you're playing defense like that. Mm. You just won't. And I'm, I'm willing to bet that anyone that has that mentality probably isn't listening to this podcast uh, anyway. Yeah. Well, they're definitely not after this one. I don't think so.
1: But, but the reality the even the people listening to this podcast that don't have that mentality, the reality is, is that for most of them, it, it still hasn't gone past them because there's not been like we're, we, we want to push you to that. Yeah. And, and challenge yourself in that. And where has the information, where has the conversation stopped in your organization? Um, and,
0: and where have you not? Uh, like freed people up to be innovative along with you. That's the takeaway. The takeaway is thinking about that. Where has conversation stopped? Where has it been stifled? Are you the one stifling it? Think about that right now in light of what you're trying to accomplish for your next quarter or for early 2022, where is the conversation stopped? And once you identify that, then start to think about how do you get it going again? And one of those answers, maybe sound a little self-serving, but might just be passing along this podcast. Because there's something about, even if it's not the information, you know how it, when you're just around people with the energy? Mm. And, you know, Glenn Lundy did that for me. Glenn Lundy and Brian Benstock and Brian Cramer. Like, they're in Liza, Scott Simons. They're in the, the morning room breakfast with champions on Clubhouse. And even though what they might be saying, like, look, I'm not interested in whatever it is you're talking about right now. <laughs> I don't want the course. I don't want the, you know what I mean? I don't really believe that that's how the frequency thing works. Whatever. Irrelevant. When I turn that room on and it's early in the morning and I get the energy from it, it it gives me an optimistic view on my day and lets me know there are other people working and trying for it. So if even if that from the podcast, you show up and we're giving you our best at bat every day. So we have a flights to catch. We got trips to take. We're gonna be back on our regular old way on Thursday. Right? Kyle in Nashville, me in Syracuse. <laughs> but until next time, you know we're always gonna be bouncing. Everywhere I go,
1: the people really wanna know who I is and who I be. They stop and stare when they see me. Even said I want no need to repeat.